0: Signing up for Public Beta Podcast. It is Wednesday, October seventh, twenty twenty. Your host this week, myself Lee and Reed. Reed. Yeah. If it's possible to die of a headache, I might be doing it right now. Okay. That yeah. Sounds- uh, yeah. It's pretty dramatic. Uh, I have to admit. Waiting for some Tylenols to kick in. Let's talk about video games. Sure. I feel like if I just get a good lean on here, uh, we'll be able to. We'll be able to. How How are things? What have you been playing? Where are you at? Here at the beginning of uh, October. I'm in the awkward point
1: where I'm waiting for the PS5 to come out. Therefore, I cannot afford other fucking video games. And, I suppose, yeah. And I don't really feel like playing anything else. So I'm doing a whole lot of
0: nothing. What if play. I told you that there's a game you can play that costs nothing? Mm. Nothing at all. What's that? It's free to play. Mm. Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact is a Chinese anime knockoff of Breath of the Wild. It is a gotcha game, meaning uh, you spend money, or the reason you play is you get other characters you can swap between. So there's like, limited edition. Here's this little Lolita girl with a giant greatsword. Don't you want her? Whoa, you don't have the currency right now? You better buy currency. So the only people who are actually paying money for this are like streamers and whales. Uh, I got that one from my buddy Mark. I like that one. Uh, It's a free-to-play game. You can go through the entire game without spending a cent. You get a bunch of different characters. Wow, that was a big segue. Yeah. Um, Uh, I tried out a bit of it. It's fine. It's like shit man you could do worse for free uh, it, a lot of people are having a surprisingly good time with it because like I said it's like relatively polished uh, it's it's you know it's just underneath the surface you can see what's what's really there um, yeah. it's a glorified cell phone game the only uh, thing
1: I've really been dabbling in a little bit and I'm probably gonna uh, I figure I'll, I can play another playthrough of it before the PS5 comes out and that's Deus Ex Mankind Divided
0: oh you mean uh, the game that's currently more people concurrent players than <laughs> Avengers <laughs> yeah um,
1: yeah, I loved, I, I played Deus Ex Mankind Divided once. Um, I really fucking liked it, it as my first foray into the Deus Ex
0: Why don't you games. play uh, Human Revolution then? I do have it on 360, I'm just yeah. lazy, I don't want to set it up. I remember Human Human Revolution being better. Yeah, that's what everybody like says. Yeah.
1: So I probably should, but it's on the 360 and I'm lazy. I also have the original Deus Ex on PC that I really want sure. to go through because every... everybody says that's the best one.
0: Proud of the prod. Yeah. No, Silent but,
1: takedown is the most... What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. But I like. I feel. I feel. I don't want to like, sp- like spoil myself on first person RPGs for the Cyberpunk to come out. So right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, and Deus
0: Ex like, is is flying a little too close to the sun. Yeah. I, the yeah. I'm part. a little. I'm a little testy yeah. about it. Hey, we'll what about you, Lee? Where are you a little playing? Little testy, Cole. Uh, listen, I've had a week. Uh, when I can fit in games, I've been playing the new fall update for Animal Crossing. Things got spooky. You can get uh, spooky DIYs now. You can plant pumpkins. <laughs> Di- like dri- driving you under the influence. No, no, no. D- DIYs. Do it yourself. yeah. God damn it. Did you get fuck- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Animal Crossing. <DUIs>. getting dark. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting DUIs in Animal Crossing. Things are child support up. payments. <laughs> yeah, Gorilla pulled me over. He's like, do you know, you were swerving back there. You got tail out. Uh, no, you come you can, home and your wife's cheating on you. With a, with Tom the, Nook's with that same girl. Tom Nook's shit is in your fucking room. You're like, what the fuck is this? What the hell's going on here? I know that shirt anywhere. <laughs> uh, so you plant pumpkins, which allow you to customize uh, your spooky furniture, or you can build it yourself if you come across the DIY. Uh, the the season hasn't fully changed in Animal Crossing yet. I'm expecting to wake up any day and expect things to be brown, uh, but that's pretty good. Uh, people just were, like my pants. <laughs> yeah, just like my pants, baby. Uh, and uh, people were expecting like a farming update for quite a while, so this pumpkin thing is the first part of that. And uh, that continues to be a cool game. You know, putting in some time with Avengers. Uh, As if you're still pl- here's the playing, thing, playing that. Here's the thing. Uh, I still put that game above Anthem in terms of shitty loot games. But the amount—it's like—it's like like what's what's fucking better here, like RC Cola
1: or like piss.
0: (laughs) Don't get me wrong; these are both awful games. Uh, Marvel's Avengers and Anthem are both terrible, terrible games. Uh, And I've seen—I really, you know how I like to play bad things. I wanted to see what the End Game in Avengers is, and I've uh, more or less seen it. I see the structure There's of the There's nothing now. to see. Oh, uh, well, that. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so that's my next point is that. <laughs> like, at least Anthem has, like, strongholds
1: and, like, uh, and, like, the equivalent of Nightfalls every week. There right?
0: are a couple uh, quest lines you get on after the campaign in Marvel. Other than that, you are literally repeating the same levels, just like Anthem. Uh, no, but uh, like I said, at least Anthem has the equivalent of Nightfalls each week and has different strongholds. Avengers has that too. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It has weekly quests that go up. The only well, thing is goals. that all the fucking quests look the same. Reed. Yeah, is that they? Yes, uh, and that's the thing. I can't literally differentiate what the fuck I'm playing because yes. the
1: only fight Taskmaster and Abomination.
0: It's very much apples to apples in that what Anthony uh, has like what three strongholds. Well, Avengers has three different weekly missions that they cycle between. But they all uh, look the exact same because there's like two fucking maps.
1: Yeah, bad games. And, Don't pay full price. And our, our fucking theory that Kamala Khan was added in very late Dude. is being reinforced by the late edition of the Kamala Khan solo TV series on Disney+. Not
0: to mention, like I'm saying, every time I quit back to the menu, all the Avengers load up. It takes five minutes for Kamala Khan to pop on because screen. Because she was added late. <laughs> it, it's so weird. Like, it's like oh, was she? Where is she? Is she in the water? it's like
1: it's like they were. It's like people. It's like Last of Us Two was coming out, and they're like, oh, people don't want to play old white dudes. So that's not Cap. That's not Hulk. That's Straight not up. Iron Man. That's not Thor. Uh, did
0: you watch that uh, Naked Jake uh, video I sent you about Last of Us and uh, No, the, I didn't. Watch Dog. Uh, it's a good watch. Uh, he has one on that. He has one of the Rockstar game me- mechanics as well. Right, I know.
1: it's So I I never get super. Into specific ones that are just about game mechanics, because I feel like what is he, there to talk about?
0: No, it's it's an hour long video, and it's a it's a pretty good dissection. Uh, he takes it back to uh, the Last of Us, and he and and talking about how the the motivator for continuing to play the Last of Us one is not the gameplay; it's the story. It's so uh, once it's, the Last of Us two rolls around, and that story is no longer you know wandering to the marina as Abby uh, is is your story motivation, then the gameplay gets brought into light. And you you think of things like that rope, and you think of things like oh zombies being tethered, and in the last area using zombies to like create distractions and attack your enemies is really cool. Why isn't there more of that? Why aren't there more set pieces like that? Um, and he goes and he goes deep into it. But enough talk about old games. Yeah, uh, we have a whole go
1: check out the last of us two complete episode yeah. we just haven't spent an entire t- hour talking about the same thing we've talked week. enough
0: about yeah. it uh, other than that i found out that hades is not on ps4 and i'm not sure when it's coming out on ps4 so my options they become like the greek god of the underworld like the greek god of the underworld mm-hmm. uh yes there's a hades game supergiant games put out hades it is a roguelike people are losing their absolute shit over it uh after a few short hours playing it or, or declaring it what do you mean their roguelike? game of the year roguelike every time you go into the dungeon it's different Oh. Okay. Uh, so it's a run-based game. Uh, however, there are so many thousands of lines of dialogue written that people are claiming that they've fought the first boss in the game hundreds of times, and they have never heard him say the same thing twice. Wow. That's so uh, so but that's Supergiant. Transistor, Bastion, uh, these are other games by Supergiant. Their art style is always super slick, and uh, I'm just going to bite the bullet and buy that thing on Switch, even though I'm sure the performance would be better on PC. When I say... I'm sure, I mean, literally the fact, uh, my my computer can likely work better, <laughs> but i um, going to jump into that. In terms of new stuff that's come out, like Crash 4 doesn't really hold any no, I interest uh, Star Wars Squadrons. I don't uh, fuck Star Wars. I, I have, I have, I have no one I can even go for a clean opinion on it because our, our Star Wars contact here in the uh, he's compromised. No, uh,
1: and he, there's
0: only one person left that likes Star Wars here anyway. Could you imagine? So in Battlefront Two, there's a campaign. Yes. And the campaign is you're a bad guy. Yes. And you become a good guy. Yes. In Star Wars Squadrons, there's a campaign. Yeah. In the, in the campaign, you're a bad guy. Yeah. You become a good guy. Oh. In Star Wars Episode Seven. There's a character named Finn. Is, is His character. Arc, <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> learns. Uh, and then they're like, fuck, what do we do with this guy in episode nine? I don't know. Let's do absolutely nothing. Uh, do you, it was before your time, but I, I take it you never played the TIE Fighter game on PC. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about uh, this. In TIE Fighter, you're a bad guy who becomes an even badder guy. Uh, you leave the Empire to become an even more evil guy, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, cool. Uh, but it's 2020, and being space Nazis isn't cool anymore, so we, yeah, have to sh- God, we have to draw...
1: Fucking damn it with Star Wars games, just like they're fucking stupid piece of shit movies. I clearly have struck a nerve. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Like, Star Wars is such a fucking sore topic right now, because everybody's like, and Mandalorian, so fucking... G-. No, it's, it's, it's good in context of Star Wars. It's a fucking average TV show beyond that. Like, I'm not getting into this. That's okay. Star Wars games. Yeah. Star Wars games are stale as fuck, okay? Jedi Fallen Order. Good game, I guess. Sure. Uh, big problems with it. It's the same fucking story we've seen in a million other games or novels or comics in Star Wars. Between episodes three and four, reform the Jedi Order, asshole. Oh, wait, you fail at the end. Um. Star Wars Squadron, so let's just do Galactic Civil War, you're a bad guy, you become a good guy. Battlefront 2, you're a bad guy, you become a good guy. Fucking, like, where is the creative freedom? Where is the TIE fighter? where you are a bad guy and become a badder guy. Where is fucking... Sims 4.
0: It's the Star Wars pack for Sims 4. You can do whatever you want. Right.
1: Like, can... Force Unleashed is the exact same plot <laughs> as Fallen Order except you, except you start as a bad guy in, in Force Unleashed. I um, think...
0: Uh, so, like, when Force Unleashed was coming out, like, it was a fucking fantastic game. Like, it was really just a physics-based Star Wars right. sandbox that we hadn't had before. And it's still, by the way, yeah.
1: the best... we Are talking pure Force powers? Yeah. There's no better game than Force Unleashed 1 where you just pick up a motherfucker, throw a lightsaber to it. And throw them off the edge. That's right. That's what
0: Kamala Khan is missing. She should grip someone and then, like, toss a knife at Yeah, them.
1: I Yeah, I think Squadrons looks terribly boring and
0: incredibly uninspired. Uh, like, it's it's good for the niche that was looking for it. They were right. looking for a dog and, updated dog fighting game. It's got VR. Right. Uh, it's got, uh, you know, sticks work with it and stuff like that. For the people who were looking for that out of Star Wars and have been asking EA for it for 10 years, you got it right uh so to them yeah and for all
1: i know i'm 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 completely in the minority here who wants something completely different from star wars no
0: like there's something to be said for just like the saturation of a brand it happened with guitar hero it happened with all these why can't it happen with star wars and it's not even like ea's been pumping out games it's just like the the taste in everyone's mouth over star wars especially the fact that like right before covid hit like Episode 9? No. Just came and took a shit in everybody's mouths, and then it was just like, okay. Well, you know what and... Star Wars
1: is going to become, Lee? It's going to become The Simpsons. Where uh. it's it's going to be going on for so long, but it's so ingrained in pop culture, it'll never go away, but it'll become a parody of
0: itself. I mean, that's been Star Wars since since forever. Like, like, yeah. like by the time I got into Star Wars, it had already been yeah. stagnant for 15 Fall, years. Yeah, like, Fallen
1: Order was a solid game. Yeah, absolutely. Wish they did way more with the characters in the story. Squadrons doesn't seem like they're trying very hard. It's a, it's a
0: bit of an empty promise because like w- what we knew of Star Wars before EA picked up the license and they canned all those games was like uh that that Coruscant game or like or you you've played Star Wars Bounty Hunter at some point, like a semi-open world yeah. game like that. Like that's all anyone's all anyone's looking for for Star Wars is like a Star Wars sandbox when it comes to those third-party action right. games. Like how easy would
1: it be, Lee, to be like we're gonna make a game? It's 2000 years before the movie starts so we can do whatever the fuck we want make your own character jedi the jedi order is in their prime the sith are attacking open world travel to planets go do your thing it would sell like fucking hotcakes but they're like no we need Tie Fighters. We need ATSTs. So your
0: your thing is almost like you want a story in the Star Wars universe to matter, but be specific to you. So you like Knights of the Old Republic, where you are playing a role in Star Wars. Whereas, sure, you're doing that now in these other games, but because they are fucking like sandwich fucked between these two trilogies, there's yes. only so much they can do. Right, right. Yeah. Like they could tell me, "Okay, guess what, guys? Here we yeah. go.
1: Star Wars open world sandbox game. You can be a smuggler. You can be a Jedi." Blah, blah blah and i'd be like yes fuck yeah here we go yeah. and they're like between episodes three and four and i'd be like fuck that because immediately <laughs> you're telling me everything i do now is not going to matter
0: yeah because you're not
1: going to fucking re-release the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy to account for this stupid fucking video so again. like
0: in bounty hunter it tells the story of why jango fett was selected as right. the, great. the template for all yeah, the stormtroopers uh and you like you fight a sith in it and like you defeat the sith and it's just like well this guy's in terms of we need guys in helmets to shoot guns, this guy took down a Sith, so they clone him a bunch of times, and they learn. Oh wait, this is not how this is not how anything works. Their upbringing matters, and now they can't hit the fucking blind side of a barn. Right. Uh, and they're awful, uh, so eventually they start hiring outside. Right. Like and you know, Finn it's gets involved. It's interesting, and, they, and yeah. it
1: gives you context, but it doesn't change anything about the original canon. No how um, did we
0: get on star wars jesus christ oh squadrons right Yeah. Uh, so, so like fuck make a better star wars game is what i'm saying <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what it like if someone like gave me a blank check and they were just like what is the star wars game you want i'm like make me an updated yoda stories with a bunch more quests that would oh, be my number gross. one uh that would be my number one request <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> i guess i'm not the person to ask what what no. star wars should be but another episode another race a pod racing game why not those were fun Reed, yeah. Cyberpunk has gone gold. We were just talking about Cyberpunk, we are talking yeah. about the crunch, we were talking about how they promised, uh, hey, it's not going to be a six-day six work week, uh, burning the midnight oil to get this game out, but here we are, uh, and Cyberpunk has gone gold, meaning it has been printed on discs, meaning every change they do from now until when that game comes out... Will be on one, patch. Will be on patch, meaning if you play that game patchless, if you don't have the internet or... Would be very ironic if you're playing cyberpunk 2077 and you don't have the internet but i digress uh just like no man's sky if one of those discs gets into the wild or leaks in any way people are going to be playing the unpatched finished version of this game and i have no doubt that cd project red mostly has a finished product here uh they as they said in the spring this game is done we want to make sure it's done done uh by the time it comes out so congratulations to them uh printing that disc looking forward to playing it of course uh, and hopefully the crunch, you know, is... <laughs> what can you say? Well, like, right? we, like, like we said last time,
1: we can't make them go off the hook. It's a fucking shitty thing for them to do. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and criticism will be laid upon them. Uh, all my all my hopes and dreams are in Larian Studios. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of them, uh, Baldur's Gate has gone, like, is it early yeah. access? Early access. Okay, it's, it's officially early access. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's on Stadia, I believe, as well as Steam. And, Stadia? Uh, they're saying that uh, were, were you doing a Disturbia or Stadium?
1: The fucking dumb commercial.
0: Oh, I have not seen that. Oh, one. I don't watch well, TV. they're bad. I play video games. I don't watch TV. Reed. I watch YouTube, so I know all about ball trimmers and uh, whatever else gets advertised on there for the most part. Uh, where was I? The, the pills may have just kicked in. Uh, oh, Larian Studios. So, Baldur's Gate 3, of course, uh, name recognition in the IP. They've changed the the core gameplay so they have a bunch of trolls being like, oh, if I wanted to play Divinity Original Sin 2, I'd play that. And it's just like, motherfucker. Uh, let, me, let me make this perfectly
1: fucking clear. This is a collaboration not only with Larian Studios, but with Wizards of the Coast, the actual makers of Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. The current edition of Dungeons & Dragons is fifth edition, is 5th edition. Lee. It Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition hmm. in combat. Yes, it's turn based. Okay, it, what was it before? It was not turn. You said in fifth edition, people were rolling in real time. How'd that work? I'm not sure. I didn't play the other editions. Okay, I'm talking about fifth edition here. This game is based on fifth. This game is based on fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, It only makes sense that the game would be turn based.
0: So here's here's my point of view on it. Is that Dungeons and Dragons hasn't been farmed out for uh, video games in a very long time. People were begging. Wizards to be like, hey man, can you give your fucking D&D to Bioware or someone and let them make a licensed game? And uh, in both of our opinions, they have picked a very suitable developer uh, to make this game. And I think if Baldur's Gate 3 does the gangbusters, that it seems like it will, that we can get action D&D games later on uh, that won't be Baldur's Gate. You could just straight straight up have like a Diablo-like or loot game that's that's based on Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, why not? And it would sell fucking gangbusters. The only reason that your Diablos and your stuff like this, while they're great on their own merit, uh, listen, if, if someone comes in swinging the big DD dick, I'm saying people are going to take notice. Like, if it's it's a loot game and it's got the DD license, people are going to... It's going to turn heads. Uh, so the sky's the limit for these guys, and uh, that that game looks really great from all yep. I've seen of um, it. So,
1: it looks a lot like Divinity Original Sin 2, of course, which, is, in my opinion, is one of the best games ever made. Um, if you're looking
0: for that pace of RPG. Well if
1: we're talking about just the merits of a game between like audio visual story characters yes. gameplay etc i do think it's one of the best games ever made i think easily one of the most uh, one of the deepest most intricate western rpgs ballers gate 3 seems itself seems to just be a very good expansion of what they were working on with dos 2 so now when you have conversations with other characters it does a up close personal view yeah very reminiscent of like Kotar or Dragon Age or something so have you played Dragon Age I don't know I've, if you I've played
0: a little tiny bit of Origins okay and you played it on console yeah PC okay so the PC version lets you like move around the battlefield a little more and pause time and like move your guys around yeah. whereas the console version does not a lot of it's more AI based so it's two very different experiences. Almost like the PC versions, more like what a Divinity Original Sin yeah. uh, would be. Whereas the console gamers are used to more of an action game. And the question becomes, what is the next Dragon Age gameplay wise? Is it just, I mean, if Bioware is showing us anything, it'll probably be just more of the same uh, as the as the last one, Inquisition yeah. or whatever. It was I
1: played a little bit of Inquisition. I didn't like
0: it. It's. If you buy in on the universe, and, like, BioWare does a very good job of expanding stuff. Like, there's tons to read, tons of uh, a flavor text and stuff like that. But uh, Dragon Age never did it for me, personally. Okay, Reed. Let's blow through some more of this uh, news as my pills start to take. And, uh... Make me feel like my head isn't exploding anymore. That's nice. Uh, Super Mario 35 has launched. It is a free-to-download game if you have Nintendo online on your Switch. Sure. Uh, It is taking after, like, a Tetris 99 wherein you are playing Mario against 34 other people. Uh, It is a uh, violent-based Mario in that you are competing for time. So you have a timer clicking down constantly, and the way you get more time is killing enemies or completing levels uh, and doing different uh, what-have-you's. Uh, so it's not just uh, your ability to play well, it's your ability to play quickly and and what have you. Uh, I find I'm constantly finishing in like the top ten. And keep in mind, if you fall into a hole, that's it, you're done. Uh, so you can spectate what's going on. as you, uh, Just like Tetris, you have a stick that decides where you're sending enemies. As you kill enemies and get points, you send enemies to other people's game. Uh, so suddenly they're dealing with eight Goombas coming at them kind of thing. And it's fine. Uh, they've announced that this game will not be around past like March next year, and that makes sense because I don't think this is something that has the longevity of the Tetris game. Uh, but it's interesting, and it's free if you have play, uh, the the Nintendo Online uh, on your Switch. So go check it out. It's fucking free. Why not? Uh, speaking of Nintendo, we got a new Smash character. Did you? Are you aware? Steve. Are you aware of this? Steve, Steve. Alex, Zombie, Enderman—they are coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And the internet has mixed feelings about this. Of course, Steve uh, is representative of Minecraft, owned by Microsoft. This makes it the second representative of a Microsoft IP in the game, Banjo-Kazooie being the other one, owned by Rare, owned by Microsoft. Uh, So people are like, oh, like, of course, if it's not the specific character you wanted it to be, you're going to fucking pop off on Twitter about it. But Steve is from the best-selling video game franchise of all time, Minecraft. Hands down. Uh, they put mechanics in this game. I don't know if you watched like the 45 minute yeah, long Sakura, I, did. I think. Uh, they're so fucking entertaining. There's something about that guy, Kirby's dad. Uh, you're just hanging on every word. But he he's playing himself. You realize that he's playing two controllers at the same time, doing everything you see on screen. And uh, it, like they put in mechanics for blocks that disappear. They put in like, they take their time with this. They make it work. It's, it's kind of like fucking insane. When you look at everything, you're like, this is a fighting game that has one character in it that all of this stuff has to revolve around, and it's very, very neat. There are still multiple characters to come with this Fighter Pass. Uh, so this seemed like an inevitability, and it seemed like the right move after saying your first uh, character was a character from ARMS, that your second character is like, okay, here's Steve from Minecraft, he's out of the way, now this guy's the limit, of course. Uh, who who are you still holding out hope for? Me? In Smash. Yeah. Specifically? Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of them. Sephiroth. <laughs> I honestly yeah Sephiroth would be pretty cool I don't, like I, I wouldn't mind that I, the, I think like an earlier representative like an Onion Knight or something from an earlier Final Fantasy no but be, I
1: I have no particular love for older and original Nintendo IPs and I think yeah. they already are in there I think like they've exhausted them Um, I would personally like to see Geralt from Witcher on there
0: that makes a lot of sense and I'm going to say more than likely he's in there
1: right, it, it, he lends itself perfectly he has a yeah. sword he has magic like his kit builds himself, and he can be a he can be a character like Ike, who's simple. they could swerve
0: though, and it could be Siri or something. Right? <laughs> uh,
1: but he, um, I would love to see Doom guy. I don't think that one will happen just because he's such he's, he's from such <laughs> a mature <laughs> yeah. game. But yeah. no, they put Doom on the Switch. Fuck it.
0: That would be the ultimate fu to ID after like they botched that Super Nintendo port of it or whatever, right? Like, yeah, I
1: I don't know anything about you that. You know the story of that? I
0: don't really care either, okay. to be honest. Um, <laughs>
1: But it'd just be really neat just to see Doom Guy. his side Bs are shotguns. Yeah. His
0: down Bs, like, the meat hook. Like, yeah, Dovakin would be another one. He's got all the shouts for his special abilities. Uh, yeah,
1: um, so those would be ones. The ones I really want to see, though, and I think would be easily the coolest one, and I'm not the only one, would be Dante from Devil May Cry. Uh, Dante from where? <laughs> Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Um, It's the perfect
0: fucking character. He could easily be one, your most complex character. I mean, he's in the PlayStation All-Stars, and he's in a number of That's other fighting That's not Dante. Don- that,
1: okay, that was fucking... That was Dante. DMC, this, is, this is your mama's Dante. Yeah. This is meth Dante. Meth um, <laughs> Dante. No, Dante, I believe. I'm, talk- yeah, I'm talking Delmay Cry 5 Dante. Now, picture this, Lee. Down, okay. down yeah. B changes... Come my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> Down B changes your style from Trickster, uh, from Trickster to Gunslinger to sure. royal Guard stuff. Uh, you could switch your weapons out, too, with different... Like, it would be, like, one of the most fun characters, most difficult characters ever. And He was uh, he
0: was real fun in Marvel's Capcom 3, as well. Right. And then he'd give him all these different weapons on different... Yeah, different but buttons. he yeah. just
1: lends himself to fighting games. He's that kind of character. He would be an excellent addition to the game uh, and would perfectly...
0: See yeah, I think a Resident Evil representative, like Leon, Leon is also... But uh, there's no... Re- yeah, well, on the Wii U's... Well, Resident Evil 4 was originally a GameCube exclusive, right? And Leon... Really, Leon. you know, he's in two. Leon, hell, uh, but... Leon, Leon, oh, you pervin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other things to talk about. Fuck, man, playing Res-
1: watching Resident Evil Four like playthroughs or playing it nowadays, and there's so many people that are perving on
0: this fucking 16 year old girl. It's so weird. Uh, I mean, she does come on to Leon at the end of the game. It, it's yeah.
1: so weird, yeah. right? That doesn't make it okay. I yeah. understand, but it's up to us to stop Umbrella.
0: <laughs> 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 Ghost of Tsushima, you may have heard of it. it, uh, is getting its co-op multiplayer update and a new game plus mode on October 16th. This is a game that I have platinum and uninstalled, but I will <laughs> reinstall it. Uh, well, defi- I, I literally had nothing left Ghost to go of
1: Tsushima is a perfect example of a game, just like Horizon, just like Spider Man PS4, just like Phantom Pain. You play it once, you get everything fucking done because it's fun. I had to, and then you never touch
0: it again. Dude, I played more Mega Solid Five than anyone I know because I kept playing the online thing where I was doing like the FOB. Yeah, yeah, those are fun. As far. Uh, and then uh, Let It Die came out, and that had also like a, a base infiltration thing. Uh, so I got hooked on that instead and right now I don't have a game like that uh, so thankfully but man Resident, fucking Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil 5 even Resident uh, Evil 5 had it's hooks in me for a fucking long ass time good fucking game uh, great fucking game great, great it's a setting. shame about that
1: story and those characters and literally everything that is in the gameplay
0: uh, <laughs> yeah The Solo 5 should be
1: another Spotlight game at some point. It absolutely should. Yeah, it's Uh, fucking weird. Except
0: it'll just be us telling stories of all the fucking crazy shit we've done in the game. And we get to the story and it's just like, yeah, it's there. Fucking burgers. (laughs) Fucking virus where you talk and the... Oh, it's coronavirus. Oh my god, I knew knew about all of this. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, let's talk about the PlayStation 5 very briefly. Sure. Are you aware that in Japan... And you should be aware of this, that the circle button is confirm, and the X button is canceled. Yeah. Because circle, literally the symbol for confirm, X, literally the symbol for... Cancel. No, or... or, or yeah, right. Uh, so in... But in, in promises, America, though, we're like, you know, X equals extreme! In America, X gonna give it to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in America, uh, the standardization of the system level... So when you make a game, there's system level controls. Meaning if you make your game based on the system level controls... X becomes confirmed. Circle becomes cancelled. Sure. However, in games like Final Fantasy VII, when they were originally released in, in, uh, on the PS1, which I think is the case for all the subsequent digital releases too, Circle is still confirmed in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. X is cancel. Then you get uh, Final Fantasy VIII where X is confirmed. <laughs> uh, Triangle is cancel. And then you do what I did, and you buy a Japanese import Vita yeah.
1: where Circle is confirmed and X the is cancelled. Yeah.
0: But the games are X to confirm, yes. Circle to cancel. So... <laughs> It's not as confusing as it sounds it's uh, not. until you fire up a Japanese game where they just left it at one level of control and circles confirm, so be it. They have decided with the PS5 that they're going to standardize it and they're doing it. With us as as the lead here. So in Japan... X will be confirmed. X will be confirmed and Circle will be oh. canceled. No, well, because Americans will be... <laughs> well, Japan is upset as well, admittedly. <laughs> because literally... Do you know what I think the compromise is? What? You move Circle to the bottom and you put X on the right. <laughs> no, because then that's that's
1: changing everything. Circle
0: stays confirmed. Japan's happy. And Circle stays in the position that we're used to I don't get why
1: they even had to make this... Why, why, why not just
0: continue what they were doing? That's a really good question. I don't know why initially they even did this. Uh, when you consider a Super Nintendo controller, which I think is what fucked this up in the, me- in the in the first place, A and B were flipped, so A is on the right. And confirm. If you ever play PlayStation or Xbox and then immediately go to playing Switch, it'll fuck you up a little bit because of that, that button orientation. Uh, this is interesting. I don't know why they would do this. It seems needless. There's no reason why you can't keep it both ways, regardless of where the console's coming out. Um, this is bizarre, but Japan's really upset about it. And listen, I get it. I get it, Japan. Literally, we're I saying... I get it, Japan. Listen, this is literally Sony saying that off is on and on is off in terms of what the symbols mean. So, <laughs> uh, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. That's funny.
1: I don't... I, that's silly. Like, why would you not just continue doing what you doing? <laughs>
0: That's the video game industry in a nutshell, I think. That's silly.
1: Why wouldn't you just continue
0: doing what you were doing?
1: no, like, games, you should change things up, but, like, why would you change what people have been used to as far as button layouts? Yeah. It's like Call of Duty being like, guess what, guys? Triangle is shoot now. Yeah, L2
0: shoot. Now Iron Sights is LR2. Right, and everybody would be
1: like, why the fuck would you do this? And they're like, well, Japan, like, maybe in Spain they use L2 to shoot. be like, fuck Spain.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. Reed, yeah last week we started to dig into generation 2 of pokemon we're going to continue to do Fuck that yeah. we started at the end talking about the rival battle uh, against yourself from the previous game <laughs> you could uh, myself, apparently. well that no i mean that's the hi- that's one of the highlights of that game but we did a basic overview of what was changed in generation 2 why we love it so much uh, i don't know if we quite quantified uh, what makes it stand out from other gens in terms of just the simple storytelling the breadth of it the idea that here's the second Pokemon game and it's got twice as much as the last one right right there's a Uh, there's this feeling to the game
1: of there's no bullshit attached to it like no it's it's Pokemon in its
0: purest so, form. What allegedly happened there uh, is Iwata-san, R.I.P. Uh, he worked on a lot of Game Boy games and he was like a, a producer. I don't know if he, I don't know how involved he was with with Pokemon Gen Two, but when he saw the amount of memory they had on a on a Game Boy Color card and he saw it could be optimized, he's like, "You got all this extra space," and they're like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Why don't you put fucking Kanto in there?" And that's apparently the catalyst for why they did it. Wow. Just, uh, and let me tell you good fucking thanks a lot <laughs> uh so <laughs> anyways we're gonna try to get to generation three today and the step between two and three when you realize okay so now they're leaning a little more into the story quote-unquote they're making the legendary pokemon more of a constant threat throughout yeah. whereas in gold and silver unless you play crystal with, with the the lions being yeah. more of the centerpiece and even uh, then it's like Whatever. Well, in gold and silver, they're not consequential to the story. You go into a And they're and not you...
1: consequential in yeah. crystal either. It's just something to happen across.
0: Well, you've got that loser who's like looking for that dog and then right. you catch No, but like... you
1: don't even have to go uh, fight uh, Suicune if you don't want to. That's yeah. the thing. Yes, but you're right in the sense that every Pokemon subsequent after this, a legendary Pokemon does usually have major involvement in the story. Yes, and then furthermore,
0: the uh, villain faction is now usually tied into that legendary Pokemon right. as well. Uh,
1: that gave the weird feeling of what I, that's what I really liked about Crystal and Red and Blue subsequently, was, like, this sense of mystery. Like, when yeah. you're a kid and you don't have internet, and you stumble across fucking... You're just going in the grass and you hear Enti show up in that yeah. awesome music. And you're
0: like, it's, like, what? it's like I'm there listening yeah, to Yeah, you're like,
1: what the fuck? And what the actual fuck? Yeah, and yeah. it'd be so much... Di- and it's so much different in later games where you know you're going to have a five-minute cutscene where, like it's painfully detailed as if you're a five-year-old because that's what they think your your age is when you're playing these fucking games. Yes. Uh, and they're like, oh, wow, boy, golly, gee, that's the <laughs> legendary Pokemon there. And you're like, "Like, there's
0: no, there's no subtlety to it at, at all. Anyway. Uh, Sword and Shield is like the epitome of this where it's just like at a certain point in the game, it's like, okay, now it's time to pivot to the legendary Pokemon storyline. Please let me hold your hand and uh, take you to these following checkpoints so that you can... I don't like that. I think the legendary Pokemon stuff should right. always be... Right. How, how,
1: we talked about this in Gen 1. How fucking cool is it to go to the mansion on yeah. Cinnabar Island or the whatever, uh, the yeah. Seafoam Islands, and find like these notes about Mew? Yeah. Like, that's that's discovering story on yourself, and that's absolutely awesome organic storytelling.
0: Uh, and it's a shame they veered, veered away from that after Gen 2. Absolutely. So in Gen 2, there was a secret... Legendary Pokemon. Of course, you have the three lines we just talked about, which were complementing the three birds. The, in the first the, game. I always called them the dogs. Uh, dogs, lines, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I think they're, aren't they referred to as lions? I thought they're dogs. They're, they're, they're pretty they sure they're you, dogs. They can be whatever you want them to be, man. You ever watched the third Pokemon movie? No, AKA Pokemon the Movie Three, where Anti, Anti, yes, and, yeah, when when Anti is
1: fucking speaking to that girl, yeah, and he's like, "I'll be your dad now," yeah, like all the unknowns <laughs> flying around, I'll be your daddy. <laughs> um, no, but like, and that movie's so fucking weird because they're like, out of all the three legendary Pokemon, Sweet yeah. King's the mascot for Crystal. You yes. figure you would have picked him. I think that movie came out before Crystal though. And they're like, let's pick Entei. It and was then the mystery Entai, of the unknown. Entei's like, I'm going to be your daddy now. And then he makes a 10-year-old girl 20. Do you
0: remember that shit? Listen, there's a lot of... He just, he just a,
1: pokes her with some magic. Yeah. She grows up and she sends out one makes of her manantine things. Yeah.
0: Crazy. Uh, well, her body is the correct age, but her mind is the back <laughs> of, of... That's how Entei likes it. Oh uh, my god. Let's, let's talk about Entei, though. I, I think he's the best of the three. In terms of are like... Are we talking about competitiveness? I'm talking about competitiveness. No, I think
1: absolutely not. In Gen... Okay, we, it depends
0: what Gen we're talking, oh, are we talking about. Are talking about mirror Coat? Is that your... Is it, no, what? it depends what
1: Gen we're talking okay. about. Gen 2 had a very specific fucking meta. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this,
0: oh, let's get to that in a second. No, there's, there's no point in talking... Okay, I'm gonna, let's just get this out of the fucking way. In Gen 2, depending on which one you're playing, you get... Uh, either Lugia first in silver or Ho-Oh first in gold and then later you get the uh, other key item you need to go get the opposite Pokemon which is nice uh, because in the later Pokemon games you get one or the other and that's it you have to trade to get the other one is
1: very different in crystal so you can get sweeping through the main story uh, after you beat Team Rocket uh, they'll give you like a tin bell or some bullshit you go to Erectic Tower you go to those three (laughs) old guys and you ring the bell and they're like fuck that sounds real good and they let you through (laughs) Um, so then you can fight. I was Su- hoping you were gonna yeah, do that. So you can fight Sweet there. Either capture him or we'll let him go. At that point, you can find the other two wild dogs in the wild anywhere. It's very yeah. hard to track them. I don't know the specific.
0: Way. There is there is a way to very easily do it. Yeah, yeah. Um.
1: But you fight them. So to get Lugia or Ho-Oh in Crystal is very different. To get Ho-Oh, you need to all three of the legendary dogs. Oh. Okay. At that point, you'll be given a rainbow wing. Uh, then you can go capture Ho-Oh. To the tower, yeah. Uh, for Lugia, you simply need to go to Pewter City in Kanto after you beat the main story, where you'll be, receive a Silverwing, and you'll use that to go to, um, what are they called again?
0: The, the Whirlpool Islands? Whirlpool Islands. Something like that?
1: Between Olivine City and yeah. um, Cinnabar Island. Um, Not Cinnabar Island. Wait. Cinnabar right. Island. Cinnabar's is in Kanto though. No. Cinnabar Island is where Chuck is. What is happening? You're thinking of Seafoam Islands and...
0: I, listen... I can bring up a map here, but yeah, I'm, I'm, whatever, whatever. I'm going to fucking do um, um, The other so, thing
1: I was going to say was, there's really no point in talking about competitive Pokemon until Gen 4, to be honest. Alright, fair. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, Celebi. 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 Grass Celebi. Psychic from the future.
1: Now, another <laughs> another Pokemon League that had a dumb fucking story that did not work to obtain it behind it.
0: Uh, no. So, in the anime, there was the GS Ball. Do you remember this, or did yes. you stop walking, watching no, all that? No,
1: very remember in terms
0: of of terms of things that are built up the gs ball is right next to eric rowan's cage with the spider in it in terms <laughs> of like what the fuck is this gonna be and then just like a wet fart uh so celebi was able to be obtained through using pokemon mobile system gb however in the virtual console releases of, blah, 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 blah. I, i'm actually reading this up because i'm not super familiar with this Uh, Celebi was obtainable in the Japanese Pokemon Coliseum bonus disc. I think in North America we got Jirachi in that bonus disc. He was a Steel Psychic type, and he's a legendary from the third generation. Jirachi Jirachi Jirachi's from fourth generation. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. But fourth generation wasn't part of Pokemon Coliseum. Pokemon Coliseum was third generation. No, (laughs) it wasn't. No, okay. Lee, here's... This is where it gets... Okay, we were gonna... I
1: was gonna save this for the spinoff episode. Yeah. Colosseum and XD are really fucking weird games, Lee. Yes, I played both of them. Colosseum came out between the transition of Generations 3 to 4. XD came out when Generation 4 was just coming out, but it came out like a nut hair before it Okay. Yeah. So, Colosseum has vague rumblings of Gen 4 Pokemon in it. Very few Gen 3 Pokemon in it. Gen uh, XD has very little Gen four Pokemon in it, but it has lots of gen three in it. So, so y- you would more likely say it's an awkward place between Gens three and four and it doesn't it has it has some fucking sneak peeks, but it does not have the full library available. Okay,
0: so like Mew for Celebi sorry to interrupt you. No, it's okay. uh like Mew for Celebi there was a Pokemon mobile system distribution. Yes, it no, never came to North America. No, I heard it came to New York. Maybe, maybe very limitedly. Yeah, no, I heard you can Be- only get the GS ball to get Celebi the- for crystal or yes. for gold, silver, crystal in New York. So to sum up, uh, and I believe the GS ball event involves Giovanni. You actually find Giovanni, and that's where the references to the rival being his son is. And then you get the GS ball. You go to the forest, use it on that. Uh, shrine and you fight Celebi from the future. Yeah. Uh, so this was very limited in North America. So Celebi was mostly obtained via Game Shark, which most people had because they fucking had it from, from the first Pokemon. Uh, so Celebi becomes another Pokemon that to this day uh, to have a legitimate North American Celebi in those original games is 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 very tough. Celebi's not a great Pokemon. Uh, adding the subgrass type means that they're weak against so many more different and things. especially in Gen uh,
1: 2, bad against a lot of things. Yeah. Especially when your best fucking move is Razor Leaf
0: and then Solar Beam. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> solar Beam's fucking garbage. Uh, so, Celebi's a weird Pokemon. Uh, yes. And other, other terms for Gen 2, what is left to say? Um, I mean, we're going to talk about it again when the hard gold and um, silver so come up. If but. I can give a brief more in-depth
1: explanation as to breeding and why this is such a big deal please
0: yeah so breeding
1: is like when you first play the game you think it's just a simple act of creating more of the same pokemon and you're like why would i ever give a fuck about this but once you understand the intricate details of how a pokemon game works specifically individual values and effort values here we go Basically, to put it simply, individual values are values you cannot control or are given upon hatching an egg, and these help your ki- uh, Pokemon stats. Effort values are values given depending on what Pokemon you beat in battle. So if I beat like a Rotata, I'll get a speed value, whereas if I beat like a Geodude, I will get an HP value, for example. Right.
0: Now, these existed in red and blue as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, when you... When you normally play
1: a Pokemon game, you're just getting these effort values as you're going through the game, and since you fight a wide variety, they get distributed very evenly. For a competitive Pokemon, what you want to do is put all those effort values into two stats only. You max out those two stats, those are all your effort values, there's a little bit left over you can put into a third one, and it makes your Pokemon especially good in just two spe- right. specific things. Min-maxing, as it were. Min-maxing, yes, yeah. correct. Um, the reason why breeding is so huge is because it's giving you a blank slate of a Pokemon at level 1 that could potentially have really good individual values combined with your uh, manly inputted effort values, and you all of a sudden you have Pokemon that are far better than naturally raised counterparts. Yes. Um, th- I-, I don't know what the fucking mindset was in Pokemon. This very simple children's game about collecting monsters and pressing buttons, and they're like... What if we put in these fucking numbers yeah. that like matter so much and we give players access to a system to manipulate these numbers in such a way that they can create the most optimum Pokemon and break this fucking game?
0: Yeah, so what's interesting with this too is uh, naturally every Pokemon is assigned a different base and max. So, like, regardless of what you do with this Pokemon, there is a max amount of HP they can ever yeah, obtain. Yeah, And you can breed, and you can do efforts, and you can do all this shit, but this Pokemon will never exceed this. So, at the end of the day, using fully evolved forms, using Pokemon that specialize in those stats, is going to give you an advantage, versus I like Cubone, I'm not going to evolve him. There are right. ways still to make that Cubone viable with right. Ebolite and other things What's like that. What's
1: so mind-blowing especially in this day and age, how easy would it have been Lee at that point for them just to coast off the success of the base gameplay of Pokemon and just continue that. Yeah. But they decide no, let's add in this really weird hardcore aspect of the yes. game for people that want it. That really lengthens the duration of the game and really gives it a lot oh, more it's the innovation out.
0: that makes them the premier monster collecting video game. Right. right? Like, yeah, that's, it, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's absolutely fucking huge. On top of the fact of course of egg moves, egg moves are really simple. Um, If, I have two Pokemon in the same egg group. Mm-hmm. Um, like say, let's say Geodude can only learn, like let's just say, fucking Surf from Lapras for example. Sure. And he wouldn't be able to learn Surf in any other way. But I really want fucking Surf in that Geodude. Well, I can just breed them together, get a Geodude egg, and now he will know Surf.
0: What well, so is that the female is the species of the Pokemon, the male determines the moves they are inherited.
1: Female always. Like, the egg will always be the female species of whoever it was. Um, egg moves will always transfer over. It doesn't matter which parent is which, as far as the egg move goes, um, as long as it's compatible. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that go into it, and it'd be a very long conversation. But uh, Jirachi
0: I... officially is the final Pokemon in Gen 3. So Jirachi oh? was a transitionary Pokemon, but is a Gen 3 Pokemon. Oh,
1: really? Yes. I've always, I always thought it was a Gen 4. Well, it um, like,
0: it's like, again, they, they do this now where they have, like, Here's six legendaries that are in the game. Here's another six legendaries that will be introduced between these two generations, but technically belong to the one right. previous. Right, and then I'd say the only other thing
1: yeah. that I can think of that's uniquely to Gen two is the addition now, since it's a color game, is shiny Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially back in the day, shiny Pokemon is what a one in a four thousand chance. It was, it was not common. Yeah, yeah. and they're just they are basically just a repalated or retextured color of a Pokemon yes. in Gen two. Most famously, they're either gray or green. Yeah, or pink.
0: They get, some it. of them get pretty wild. Yeah, yeah,
1: some of them get a little bit wild, but they usually don't veer off the course from that. Um, which, like, especially in the day with no internet, like, it's weird talking about these games with no internet because there's so much mystery involved. And yes. you go to your buddies and be like, what the fuck is this? What, like, what happened? Well, I got, again,
0: I got a great copy. Aforementioned, I have read, I had read a bunch of magazines leading into this game. So, like, I knew it. I knew all the systems in it pretty back to front, which is why it was so. Substantial. The leap is just like, man, there's so much fucking yeah, shit going th- on. Like, there. It
1: cannot be understated how yeah. big of a fucking leap like, this is from Red. The
0: first game's got one, two, three, four, four different types of Pokeballs. The second game has like 20. Two, two dozen. Yeah. Like, that you can make and you, they don't even make a difference because not until the later gens did you even see that the Pokemon were in a different ball that it tracked that the Pokemon was caught in a luxury ball. And then ball when you breed Pokemon ball. in specific balls, the mom their has children the, yes. have those balls. And it's yes. Whole thing. And now when you go to heal things at the Pokemon Center, it shows you the ball, and you're like, wow, what a weird thing to and focus on. And you can on. bring this up from uh, Gen 2 yeah. using Nintendo systems. So, the thing to mention before we go off the air today is that these values you've been talking about, these stat values, have now become part of the game in that it's a time sink. Because before, you did not have the option to... Uh, set it and forget it. Put a Pokemon training on their speed stat and come back 48 hours later and it's done. You used to have to manually do these and things. And I pers- yeah. personally,
1: I still manually do do it. It is quicker than just waiting the 48 hours. Sure. When you know your specific tricks. Yeah. yeah. Unless
0: you're like, I'm not going to play this. Set it and forget it. Uh, which is really nice for say yeah. something so like if me. if you if yeah. you
1: were doing effort value shit in Gen one, two, or yeah. three, you were hardcore. You were hardcore as fuck because it was shit. Yeah. And I would even go a step as to say, if you were if you were doing all that grinding before X and Y, where they yeah. where they literally gave you a fucking meter to check your effort values? Like you're a champ.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing to say is that these values are are, are invisible. Yeah. yeah, you
1: cannot. You, there's no traditional way to track these. Yes.
0: So basically, from a competitive point of view, the the Pokemon Company is telling you, no, there are a set of hidden rules that will determine if you have the strongest Hitmonlee you possibly can. We're not going to show them to you. You're just gonna have to level up and see if those stats are going up the way right. you think they it should be. It took them until yeah. the
1: fucking switch, essentially, for them to be like, "Maybe we should tell these guys what these values are." Yeah, I really do appreciate that. Yes, trying to determine a Pokemon's IV values just through battles so, is a fucking nightmare. But
0: here's how, like, here's how we work: is that let's say circa Sun and Moon, or even before that, when they started giving you the training thing on the bottom screen, there, uh, where you can like punch bunch bags and stuff to give stat values. Uh, they, they give you that at the end of the game. So they're like, at the end of the game, here's a shortcut to raise your Pokemon. And then everyone's complaining that, well, I wish I would have this from day one so that I can immediately start effort training my Pokemon when I can breed. So in the Pokemon games, you'll notice that the breeding mechanic and the, your your stat value mechanics get pushed further and further up the game. And I always find when I encounter those things in the game, fucking progress stops. No, I immediately I, start. I'm completely different. I immediately start breeding no, and, and I'm, training I'm at that point. I'm completely
1: different. Breeding is such a long. Breeding and perfecting Pokemon is such a long, tedious, and it's such an organized thing that you need to have. And there's so many things you you well, can't. Well, there's so many items and stuff. And you yeah, can't there's access, so many yeah. items and things you can't access till the game's over anyway. Especially when it comes to EV training manually with the weights. Um I I find no fucking point in stopping at that point. I usually just you're crush, right. I usually just cross this <laughs> uh crush the story at that point.
0: Uh me being able to breed earlier in the game's too means back when the GTS was a thing uh that I would be tossing Pokémon up right. there and immediately you're, filling but my But you're Pokedex. more of
1: a collector. Yeah. You like having every Pokémon. You're you're not looking for the perfect fucking stat and everything like no. that. Whereas yeah. I am. I'm like, I, I still like
0: I still effort like, train and stuff like that. Like, I'm just right, like... Right, but you're not yes. about to
1: sit there for three hours like I am to make sure each Pokemon no, has a perfect have to be per- IV. No, it does not have to be perfect. Yeah, never I, I
0: shouldn't it. say perfect, but, like... If I'm going for a Listen, pin- like, there there's method to your madness because we're talking about, okay, so you, you set up a Venusaur and you're like, he's going to be a special tank. Yeah. So, special defense, max, HP. and then any attack moves he has are either going to be uh, chip away moves, toxic, leech seed. So, his attack stats don't matter at all. Therefore, I can put points into speed. Yes, exactly. Uh, like, there's so much, yeah. like... Or defense Pokemon and make have a tank in both. Pokemon yeah.
1: can be the simplest first foray into JRPGs you could ever have. Yes. Or it could easily be the most complex JRPG you currently have in your library.
0: Yes. It's simultaneously both. I think that's why we like it. Is yes. that like the special effectiveness of type advantages? So when you're like a little baby uh, and you're playing that game sulbo type advantages use rock against the thing rock is weak against you're golden yeah and then after that it becomes okay but now this other guy i'm playing Reed from down the street we linked game boys and he knows all the things i know how do i get the edge on him and that becomes egg moves that becomes having a you know having a move in your arsenal that the other person isn't expecting my pokemon comes out he's got fire punch you're not anticipating that etc yeah Uh, And that's where the meta Pokemon becomes. Yeah,
1: you think I set up a special sweeping, like, fucking... I remember
0: one-shotting, when we had that battle, I one-shotted one of your guys with, like, a Blaze Kick from Hitmonlee, and you were, like... Not anticipating Blaze Kick, and like that changed. That changed everything. Right, but, but then, now you know he has it. Yeah, but then yeah. I just
1: sent an on set up Sandstream, switched into Excadrill, which has yeah. Sand Rush, uh, that, and then I swept your entire fucking team. Uh,
0: that's not how that went down. It came down to the very last move. If you remember? Hopefully.
1: I we've battled like four times. In we battled once that mattered. Three of the times, I absolutely fucking.
0: Coincidentally, did. that Venusaur that I was talking about earlier is uh, is was the last Pokemon standing on my team when you uh you outsped me with a Crowbat, I believe it was. <laughs> uh, if I remember how that went down, it was like it was like next move and, wins. And my yeah.
1: my like because I after I battled you, then we have another guy at work named Rod, and he's also in competitive. So iron sharpens ironly.
0: That's right. And we both became absolute masters. I mean that's that's that was the Yukio uh, time period. We need to stop talking about Pokemon at Tits Iceberg is us on Twitter liatitsiceberg.com is my email address Uh, you can send us questions and topics there or leave them as a comment anywhere you see this posted thank you as always for listening Uh, I'll be back with Sultans of Slam this weekend to review the 30th anniversary Jericho show uh, which is airing tonight and we'll continue our Pokemon conversation next week and hopefully I'll have bitten a bit out of Hades and I can talk about it a bit next week as well thank you as always for joining us and uh, for myself and for Reed that's going to do it for this week
1: yeah Thank you.